0: Hey Heights family, last Sunday we launched a new sermon series called Life in the Spirit. For the next five weeks, we're going to dive deeper into this sermon series. We hope you enjoy this resource as we get into week one. My name is David Barrett. I'm the group's pastor here at the Heights and joining me is the original icky shuffle slider, our senior pastor, <laughs> Gary Singleton. Um, thanks for taking uh, the time to talk about Sunday Sermon.
1: Oh, it is a joy to be here. Thank you. Yeah.
0: The text that you preached out of this yeah. past week was Galatians 5, but I say to you, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the s- desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. You brought out this one point that the Apostle Paul specifically uses the term, gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Take us down from seminary. Take us down from, you know, the the preacher. Mm-hmm. What is the flesh?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I did mentioned this in my my sermon uh and and i it's as clear as i can explain it Mm -hmm. and that is the flesh is the part of us uh, the part of our being that's been put to death Mm -hmm. Uh, no longer i who live but christ lives in me i've been crucified with Mm -hmm. christ so what's been crucified well it's that that old part of us that wants to follow the little G God of this world who's Satan. It's the old part of us that really just wants to be our own king. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do what I want to do. I want to do it when I want to do it and how I want to do it. And I don't want anybody else telling me what to do. That's the flesh. And and the crazy part is, and this isn't necessarily your question, but but when I get to heaven, I'm going to be going, okay, God, <laughs> help me to understand. Okay, something that's dead, how does it bark so loudly? <laughs> How does it exert such an influence over me? But not just me, Uh, Paul. Boy, the good I want to do, I don't do. Wretched man that I am who's going to set me free from this body of death. So it's, 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 it's a part of our being that Jesus put to death the minute we came to faith in him. But it's that part of our being that hangs around and barks real loud and exerts a huge influence over our life.
0: So why does he use the term gratify? I know you talked about this Mm -hmm. in your sermon, but I kind of will go deeper in this because Galatians 2.20, for I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Colossians 3, put to death, therefore, what is evil in you. That's right. But he uses the word gratify here. Yeah. Why use that particular term?
1: Yeah. I mean, gratify, as I understand it, uh, it just really means to celebrate. It's the icky Mm -hmm. shuffle. And and every time we give into that flesh part of our being that's mm-hmm. dead, <laughs> that, that shouldn't be hanging around, but it does, and it is, and it did in Paul's life, and it does in my life, and it does in your life, and in everyone listening to us, the flesh hangs around. And every time we give into it, the flesh really does the icky shuffle. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it's gratified. It's like, yes. Uh, by the way, uh, the the opposite is true as well. Every time we give in to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, our spirit, our soul rejoices and does a whole different kind of icky shuffle. Mm-hmm. And so just whichever dog we feed, whichever dog we listen to, whichever dog we um, follow, it's going to be gratified. It's going to celebrate and uh, do an icky shuffle dance. <laughs>
0: He says, "Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh." Those things are in contrast to each other. Mm-hmm. Walk by the Spirit, not gratify the desires of the flesh. Yeah. When he says "walk," he's talking that Greek word. You know this, peripateo. We're talking perimeter. We're talking yeah. the whole, the totality, bringing all of your life under the lordship of Jesus Christ, following His Spirit, walking by His Spirit. Mm-hmm. What does that look like?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, to walk by the Spirit, uh, we we the parameter is I am seeking uh, God's leadership in my life. Mm-hmm. I am saying, God, give me the desire to do what is pleasing to you. And then I'm going, God, give me the power to do it, right? Right. Uh, I need the desire and I need the strength. I need the desire and I need the power. So to walk by the Spirit means literally today, if I'm going to feed the good dog, and we talked about good dog, bad dog, sitting bull, anyone that heard the sermon knows what I'm talking about. If we're going to feed the good dog today, it means that I'm going to be saying, God, give me the desire to do what pleases you in this moment, in this conversation, in my relationship, at school, on this day, I mean, whatever it is, Lord, give me the desire to do what pleases you, and then give me the strength to do it. So it's in that sense, that's what it means to walk in the Spirit. I'm walking uh, in obedience to what He's prompting me to do. I'm walking in obedience, what He's commanded me to do, Ten Commandments, the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, walking By the Spirit is I'm walking in the parameter of what pleases God, right? Mm -hmm. But what I really tried to point out in the sermon and what I want anyone to hear and think through is that word by, and that's the whole empowered by. Mm -hmm. That's the whole here's a high jumper and I can clear eight feet. Oh, here's a pole vaulter, and I can clear 20 feet 5 inches. It's crazy. If, if yeah. I'm a world record holder, which yeah. I'm not. I can clear about three feet. High <laughs> jump, pole vault, either one. Three feet's my limit. But, but by means I've got to have Holy Spirit power. And so many people, and I hope that anyone listening gets this, we try willpower a lot more than we try Holy Spirit power. Yeah. And we try. I'm gonna do better. Okay, God, forgive me, and I'm gonna do better. That's called willpower. Mm-hmm. And and willpower is called failure. <laughs> it's not uh I, I heard Jim Dennison say one time, self help is no help at all. Yeah. Willpower just won't get us to the place where we're actually walking in a way, walked by the spirit, walking in a way that is pleasing to God. And that's yeah.
0: Well, we get into Fruit of the Spirit in the next few weeks. We're going to talk about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Ag major, correct? I am, yeah. Turf management, or you understand (laughs) these things?
1: Well, in theory, I'm supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) But there are,
0: this is an organic process of, he he has in mind that we're not necessarily... Putting together the, the mechanical side of things to where, you know, let's put it together. Let's put the pieces. Let's do this. There is an organic of you're planting the seeds, you're watering it, you're under the right conditions, and that's how we grow. Yeah, botanically speaking, walk me through that.
1: <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, I'm going to do the classic. I'm going to answer the question that I want to answer, <laughs> and I'll change it as
0: as I, I'm getting used to. Yes, yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, so the the way I would say that, David, is our responsibility that God gives us mm-hmm. is to walk by the Spirit. Everything we've just talked about. Mm-hmm. And, and God just says, when we do that, guess what? Your flesh is going to be starved. You're not going to gratify. You're going to starve the bad dog, right? But but then the whole idea of fruit production, I mean, we could get into how that fruit is produced and all that. But I'd a lot rather say, because I have a more limited mind than than maybe so the person that I'm talking to, for example. No. And, and so I'd a lot rather go, wait a minute, God. That's your job. Mm, that's good. See, that's not my job. Yeah, I, I don't have to worry about how the fruit is produced. I just have to look, and if I don't see the fruit, and I love that it's fruit, not fruits. Right. It, it's When God begins to produce fruit, he's going to produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. He's going to produce all of this fruit, and, and, and it's all going to be produced simultaneously. It's not produced like, you know, uh, oh, sequentially. Mm-hmm. Here's love. Okay, now we're going to work on joy. Yeah. No, no, no. He just begins to produce this fruit, and it's characterized different aspects of the fruit. It, 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 so what's the fruit? Well, this this aspect of the fruit is love. This aspect is joy. This aspect is is peace, patience. God, Does that make sense? And so mm-hmm. I would a lot rather say it this way, David. Uh, I focus on walking by the Spirit in the parameter of what pleases God in the power of the Holy Spirit, because that's the only way I'm going to pull it off. And then I know as I do that, God's going to be over here in in my soul producing this fruit. So if I don't see the fruit, instead of trying to break down how God actually produces the fruit, I'd rather back up and go, oh, what's going haywire is not the part that God's responsible for, growing the fruit in my soul. What's going haywire is obviously I'm not walking by the Spirit. And I'm doing a lot more gratifying the desires of the flesh than I ought to be.
0: It's a really, really good point, and I feel like an excellent way to frame it when you identify that yes, it's fruit yeah. of the spirit, not fruits
1: of yep. the spirit. Yep. And Go that's ahead. not our job. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're not. We're not fruit uh, producers. Now, now I do believe we're fruit inspectors. Okay. We ought to be looking and seeing. Do I see fruit in me? And if I don't, then let me just be honest and go. Okay, what's my part? Walking by the Spirit. So there's where that's where something's going. That's that's the place where something's going haywire. Yeah, God's going to handle His part just perfectly. So I, I'll focus on my part. I hope that makes sense.
0: It absolutely does. That was an yeah. excellent point. Yeah. One more question, and then I want to get to some yeah. application. Dude. You, do you remember the old song, Oh, 4,000 Tongues to Sing? Oh,
1: gosh, yes. Yeah. The, there's it. a
0: second verse that um, rarely gets sung unless you're in an old, old Baptist church, but it's that he breaks the power of canceled sin and he oh, sets yeah. the prisoners free. Yes. What Wesley was getting at is that he's breaking the power of sin that's already been canceled. Yes. You brought this out in your sermon that we we have been saved from the penalty of sin. Yes. We're being saved from the power of sin. And one day we shall be saved from the presence of sin. Yes. How important is understanding the storyline that you're living in related to walking by the spirit? How is it? Let me phrase it another way. Yeah. How important is it To know the story that you're walking in and to understand this is where we're going, this is where we've been, and this is what's happening.
1: I think that is such a great question, so I'm going to try to answer that one. Answer this one. Yeah, I love that question, so I'm going to totally answer it. No, I think that's so important, and I I really tried to bring that out in the sermon. Mm -hmm. We're not in the justification Mm -hmm. stage. That happens the moment we're saved. From that moment on, therefore, there is now no condemnation for anyone who is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are justified. We've been released from the penalty of sin. We're not in the glorification stage where we're released from the presence of sin. So as long as we understand we're in this phase where every day we're having to walk by the Spirit in the parameter of what is pleasing to God in the power of the Holy Spirit. We're having to walk by the Spirit, and in the process of doing that, God releases us from the power of sin over us. Or another way to say that is we don't gratify the desires of the flesh. But as long as we understand that we're in that season then we don't get nearly as discouraged. As long as we know there's coming a day when the kingdom of heaven shall come. Yeah. And right here where we are, now it's going to be on a new earth in a new heaven, but you know what? Uh, there, the, the presence of sin is going to be banished. And and we're not going to be in this sanctification stage where we're going to struggle for the rest of eternity to re- be released from the power of sin. It will be done. We shall be released. And we're going to live with Jesus and his kingdom. And guess what? It's going to be amazing. I literally prayed, David. I'm not just saying this. I literally prayed, Lord Jesus, I am so ready for your kingdom to come Yeah, and your will to be done in every on every corner of this planet. I'm so ready for that. Uh, and so, man, I really prayed this morning, Lord, let your kingdom come, let your will be done over the whole earth. And and I'm going to be thrilled when that day comes. Amen. So, yeah, amen.
0: Amen. Yeah. Your big point in the sermon was you made, uh, let's see, you can't stop the war in your soul, but you do pick the winner. Yeah. Pastorally, Yes. How would you encourage someone who for the past two days, Monday, Tuesday, yes. even Sunday afternoon, yes how would you encourage someone who's picked the wrong winner for the past few days to yeah. keep going, to keep pressing in, to keep walking by the Spirit?
1: You know, David, for me, it's really helpful to me to always go back to Paul. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage them by saying, first of all, hey, good news. You're in the very same boat Paul's in. Paul, towards the end of his life, if I'm right, that he wrote the book of Romans towards the end of his run. Not at the very beginning of his run. So this is Paul, most mature, godly, saintly, is going, man, good that I want to do, I don't do. The bad I don't want to do, I do. Wretched man that I am who's going to set me free from this body of death. So I would want to say to that person, guess what? You're in really, really good company. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I'd say is, hey, you know what? Keep, keep your humility intact by recognizing that you're going to feed the bad dog every day of your life this side of heaven. Sure. It ain't no point, and I said it in the sermon, where you're going to look at Jesus eyeball to eyeball and say, I'm as good as you. So, so, you know what? Guess what? We've all fed the bad dog the last two days, right? To varying degrees. And so, then the final thing I'd say is God's mercy is amazing. Amen. What he's calling you to do is to repent and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. And I'm going to get up today, and you know what? I'm going to walk by the Spirit. And God, as you give me the power by, I'm going to walk in ways that are pleasing to you. So please show me what's pleasing to you. Uh, Reveal it to me. Give me the desire to do that. Give me the power to do that. God, I'm starting again. And by the way, you gave me the privilege of praying, Our Father, God, you're my dad. Yeah. I'm your kid. You love me. You've already justified me. One day you're going to glorify me. Right now it's the process of sanctification. I blew it. I'm sorry. You're a good dad. You forgive. Will you please forgive me, and will you give me another start? And Jesus says, absolutely. Uh, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's really practical. Hey, you're in good company. Hey, we've all blown it, and every one of us needs to make a fresh start. And truthfully, it's not every day. It's every moment yeah. of every day. We constantly need to be making fresh starts. I love that. Thanks yeah. so much.
0: Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we move on to next Sunday?
1: No, no, no. Move on. All right, let's do
0: it. <laughs> then we will go on to love and joy. I believe with Pierce yeah. next Sunday. Yes, we will. But uh, thank you so much for giving us that word on Sunday. It Absolutely. was pr- the word was preached, and I hope God was glorified.
1: Day. God's moving, and we're. I'm so grateful. Amen. All right. Thanks so much.